Hello. It is the Comrades' biggest night of the year. You could say it's gaming's biggest night of the year, the Comrade Game Awards. <laughs> Folks, it has been a incredible and also tragic year for gaming. I want to, you know, take some time to shout out all the people who made it possible in my Start life and your music. life. It's like, oh, wait, stage. it's like, oh, wait, what keep... is that? I'm being told I, I must wrap it up. Yeah, but for real, we're doing <laughs> our, our version there's of... Gi- there's a giant sign flashing, flashing sign. at me. Get the fuck yeah. off. He's getting the there's light, guys. a man guys. with a comically sized hook. Uh, <laughs> yeah, about to grab me by the neck. Uh, we it's are... Kojima. He's going to bring you to the soul-sucking <laughs> machine because you've gone long. Man, you know, if of, of any punishment, though, that would be the best to receive, you know, because then I would because then I would live for eternity. Um, yeah. But, you know, we're <laughs> we're doing the game awards that the people not just what the people want, but what the people need. They yearn. Uh, we have some returning categories from our episode last year. Um, but also including a bunch of new and fun categories that I hope you will all enjoy. From our experience last year, this could be a long one. There's a chance it's it's there's always a chance it it goes really, really <laughs> fast because we all have like you know clear consensus on you know what was the most borked game of the year. And what you don't or- know is while I'm editing, I'm just gonna be uh ramping the music up and then toning us out and cutting us off, moving us to the next right. <laughs> right. So we gotta keep it on a fast <laughs> clip here because we've got we've got 13 categories in total, which I think is like three more than last year. So you know the 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 bloat is coming up. The creep is is uh the power yeah, creep we're, do- we're doing a little bit of scope creep here. Yeah. Uh, but I think these categories are all good and, you know, are, you know, encompassing of some just some general gaming lore, but also just, you know, where the current state of the industry is at right now. So without further ado, let's jump into what I believe is our standout category, the one that defines our kind of perspective on gaming and game genres because let's talk about that for a second you know the game awards are themselves proof that fucking genre categories suck they're terrible they they it's it's it kind of just squashes everything to the least common denominator to the point where you're getting you know a fucking uh non in the indie published game in best indie which is in itself such a wide label for genre anything could be an indie game at this point point. and we we know as as buddhist practitioners here Mm -hmm. on the pod i'm I'm sitting here i'm sitting here you know cross-legged as we go yeah yeah. i'm in my my meditative pose i'm in the lotus pose right now yeah (laughs) categories are a human construction (laughs) used to like simplify in our brains the universe and our interconnectedness right right so, so it, in, in, in our attempt in our attempt to order the universe in as clear a delineation as possible we have our first and inaugural category of lean in and lean back games the only signifier that should ever matter in terms of your gaming classifications your taxonomy if you will Preach. so i'm snapping I, my fingers i open the floor to nominations so this uh, again, we're in our first category, which is itself a dual category. So we'll do lean in first, then lean back, and we 
you know, we each get a chance uh-huh. to nominate a game. Welcome. And then uh and then we go back and and uh you know we debate it out, we you know, we fight, we we uh we kiss, we make up, we decide who is the ultimate winner after we've each given a nominee. And yeah, there may be some overlaps. You never know. Um all right, who wants to go first? Because this is one where I've got multiple options. So I'm gonna I I'm willing to I wanna I'm not going to give my um, I, I read this one wrong is what I'm going to say. So okay. I don't have a perfect pick or a pick for each category. So I could come up with that. But what I read it as a game that encompasses both. Okay. Lean in Interesting. And the lean back style. It kind of it breaks down the dichotomy that we're working with. But uh, yeah. it, those those rare gems do exist that en- encompass both oh. encompass both aspects. So I will speak and say that I would allow it. Okay. So, and I think you'll appreciate my pick. It could serve pick. as your nomination for both. You know, if it, okay. if exactly, if it, that's why yeah. I'm saying like yeah. I'll allow it if he, yeah, let's, unless let's, he like has time to think about it. But yeah, Tears of the Kingdom. Ooh, okay, that's a good one. I do think yeah. that is a good one. Yeah, I do you think know, you could get really sweaty with it being like leaning in either doing puzzles or you know fighting people whatever getting really into the the engineering of it or you could just be sitting back fucking flying on a, Find, a jet finding, plane finding, finding koroks you know yeah or get, running get, around finding koroks exploring caves getting some korok poop yeah checking I out think the depths a, the perfect encapsulation of a, a oh, like, yeah know, that's a that's a good one i like that Re- reuniting uh you know the long lost members of a, an, a of an incredible folk band one of my favorite yeah, of quests. course dude they yeah. fucking slap the the stable oh, trotters, yeah once you get them all together slap. they're great and all the oh my god the, i love that stables. song i love that song we all right you know, we need to bring back good folk music and you know in america some revolutionary folk music oh yeah all right who are in tradition just- we're just doing lean in first, right? That's what we said. Yeah. Yeah. I'll do mine. Armored Core 6. Right. That the was crowd one. goes wild. Yeah. That was that was one of my that was one of my options, so I know which one I'm doing instead. Uh, which go ahead. I, I appreciate both those nominations. Mike interesting thought process. And uh um I I do think that's a pretty great answer if you're looking for something that you know spans the, the spectrum but for for lean in i'm i uh i have dead space which i just that game Fair. had me always on the edge of my seat just in the gamer crouched position bad Sweaty. posture my back's Sweaty. hurting which yeah. which gamer but... crouched position because there's two of them <laughs> there's the there's the squatting crouched position which they commonly use when they don't want to go to the actual toilet. <laughs> Dude, that that shit that shit happens more than I'm than I'm willing to admit. Just like no, just one more quest, just one more little thing, and then I'll then I'll go take a shit. Yeah, well, can, at least you're not lock in. I can in lock in. I can lock <laughs> in for for <laughs> lock it in. for for thirty more there's, minutes. There's some freaks that like piss and shit in buckets and stuff. Oh yeah, so they, they can't stop. They ma- they make a DIY, uh, you know. Uh, throne for themselves you know they take yeah. a they take a a gamer chair cut a hole in the bottom and and duct tape a fucking bucket with a toilet seat yeah. lid on top you know so they're respect. disgusting <laughs> the, 
really the committed. the the moral of the story is was it, we're, was it, we're all willing to give ourselves UTIs for gaming. <laughs> was it Bill Gates who said uh, hire the, the lazy engineer because he'll come up with the the easiest solution? Yeah, which is always the best. Work smarter, not harder. Yeah, See, just steal it from other people. Uh, a high quality person there would have would have plumbed in a bidet. Oh, All for right. sure. All right. So since Armor Core was my was my other pick, it makes my decision quite easy. My nomination is the for for me was like it was both the surprise of the year, but also the the fulfilling of the the, the best hope I had in the year was Lies of P. What for me, it was like probably one of the. I I would have to go back in my memory to real to, in like my records to see, what other like you know non from Souls like games have I played, um, other than this one because this there's was so just, many and there's so many bad ones right and so this was so good and like there were elements that yeah that felt like pretty obvious that it wasn't um it's funny because people make the obvious connection of bloodborne there but whenever i watched it all i saw was sekiro all over that game yeah if if you're gonna say it's any of them it's it's a combination of the two it's like the tone of bloodborne but it does have a certain bloodborne mechanic like the rally system is yeah kind of similar he also has the the arm the arm and 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 blocks for you know block and parry you can say are interchangeable here but it takes a lot of inspiration from both. But it like, like a true from game, yeah, maybe the level design was a little too linear. That like there weren't places to go get kind of lost in and real secret hidden areas. Like the divergent pathways were maybe, yeah, they just circle back and you know you, you get a different piece of loot or something. But there was never not a scenario where I'm just on the edge of my seat, you know, sweating, grinding away, you know whether it be just, you know, wanting to per- to proceed and explore further in the level or, you know, dealing with a pretty challenging boss fight. Um, and this was all, of course, you know, I I tip my cap to myself that, you know, beating the game all pre, pre-patches. Both that and Armor Core, I have, those are two feathers in my cap. Um, <laughs> that... Uh, you know those that are, patch will come up later folks yeah th- those are probably my two sweatiest gaming moments of the year and uh you know lies of p was was charming in the ways it needed to be it was engaging in all the right ways to make it a a a well-earned nominee for lean in game of the year all right, do we do we choose our pick here and then and then go to lean back? I think let's I think that's that's what we should do. What uh yeah, what I'm, do we think? I'm with that. We're just you know open the floor to to votes here. Uh ultimately I think it's armor core for me. I would vote for for AC. All right. Got one vote, one vote for armor core. I'll go with Armored Core as well. It might be it might be a, a, an AC sweep here. Yeah. Yeah, so it's a sweep for me in the fact that I Have Tears of the Kingdom would be, in my mind, a lean-back game. 
for like sure. If, if I were to vote for it, own. it would be lean back, not lean in. I, I am happy to give it to Armored Core, and I'll give them the sweep because they deserve it. Um, it's just maybe for me personally, it's just that Liza P gets a shout out. It does, and it was more just like I had more trouble with, and you know, more 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 sweat was poured out for more bosses in Lies of P than it was Armor Core. Armor Core had like the inflection points, you know, for the playthrough where there was like the large first time that Iris comes back. Yeah, the chapter bosses were just like it's like oh my god, oh my god, you know, it's the it's the you know the meme (laughs) video of the sweaty guy just you know mashing the you know you know mashing the keys um where it was just uh it was there was more ebb and flow there but i i do think balteus pre-patch was the longest i've spent on a boss fight this year so for that alone i think it takes it so armor core claps all around for you lean in game of the year you know fitting one best action game i think that's uh i think we'll send the trophy to them uh I'll arrange that. <laughs> yeah, you'll get that in the mail eventually. Maybe they'll uh, okay. start sending us reviews. Maybe review copies. All right. So we already have we already have uh Mike's pick of Tears of the Kingdom for for lean back game of the year. Um I'm pretty excited to announce my nomination. And Go for it, it is Pokemon Sleep. Uh, the most lean back game you can imagine damn man how did i not think of that that is i mean it's like is it worth is it worth nominating anything else yeah (laughs) no No, i mean i I had like a nomination joke i wanted to make go for it it's like I was gonna say my lean back game was also armored core six because that was just me in the garage putting together my dream mech. Yeah. Right. I was mine was a game that I didn't even play this year. Uh it was just from like a, I was like going through I like most of I did a lot of sweaty gaming this year. You know, lots of you know it'd be different kinds of stuff, whether it's action focused things or deep RPGs where I'm, you know, up and up until 3 a.m. researching, you know, you know, this mechanic or best build <laughs> or you know synergies and shit like that so lots of lots of that was like the majority of my gaming this year um but in terms of aesthetic and and everything i've seen about it i was going to pick dave the diver because purely on concept alone you know it's a it's a you know you're 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 it's a fishing and and restaurant sim at its core i think there were elements that were added on that a little bit more action oriented but still um just the the concept of a jolly old fat man scuba diving um you know feeling (laughs) feeling represented there uh you know serving sushi (laughs) you know it's uh you know if it's it seemed right it's been on my wish list and as soon as it goes on sale to a price that i'm comfortable with i'm absolutely going to pick it up and play it it was more just it was a game i knew i could wait till i'm glad we've shouted shouted it out but it's a it's a Pokemon sweep for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> no questions no, about beautiful. it. That was an amazing pick. You can't get more lean back than that. I'm fully fuck. I'm fully reclined. You know. Yeah. 
<laughs> I am fully I am fully recumbent while while enjoying Pokemon Sleep. Incredible. Pokemon CPAP. Hell it's yeah. a layback game, not even yeah. a leanback. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. All right. Alrighty. Uh okay. So I mean that was that one went went faster than I thought. It being a double category. I mean, when when someone drops uh yeah. the, the hottest fire since uh <laughs> Dr. Dre dropped the chronic. Not the chronic too. Well, I was uh, just gonna say the original chronic. I was going. Uh all right. Next category, moving right along. Here, preempting yeah, here the we music. Go. Preempting the music. Another another fun one, I think. Uh this Returning, is yes. Cyberpunked, the most overhyped game that we had this year that you know failed to live up to whatever was promised in the development cycle or in certain cases, maybe just completely busted at launch as cyberpunk we all know was. So boys would love to hear what are the noms for your most cyberpunked game of 2023? Yeah, I've got a, this is a double cat. This is a double choice for me. I've got options here. So Same. Somebody, somebody's got to put the hammer down. I'm yeah, willing do to it. do that. I've got a preference. I mean, here. I'll, I, I can be the asshole, Starfield. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, that like I mean, yeah. this, this could have just become the Starfield category instead. You know, it could Re, have. You know, last renamed. year, yeah, renaming it after the the particular game. Although, Starfield was on on my list or <laughs> among my choices. Yeah, I knew it was going to be there. To should we does anyone have any weird picks because I, I i know the three that I, you know, we might have all have i've got one that maybe I, you I guys had, didn't think of but it's 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 not like it's an out there pick or anything let's just throw them all I, up. I, i'm going i had a uh, skull island king kong um that might not be the right name but Ooh. i thought that Ooh, was that, a hilarious did, did story that actually have so did that actually have promise though Probably, I, mean, I think probably what not. he's trying to say is that any hype for that game, any anything whatsoever, was, was too much hype. <laughs> All right, mine was, um, and again, I had a couple options, but I'm going to go with Jedi Survivor as being again absolutely broken and busted, making the promise that was that was probably in from all accounts for those who enjoyed those games was there but it be it was an unplayable mess it was like you had to dig just in. as the first game was just like right. everyone said it was going to be and remember folks it's still not fully fixed on pc nice. they, they've been never like never will be and never will be they're like nope we're moving on to the next one yep. which honestly respect <laughs> i yeah, respect sure. i respect that please All fix right. your game chad no my my other pick was Forspoken. That had choice. Some, that had some hype. I'm honestly surprised. So my other pick was obvious. Was another obvious one. And it would have been you know a Bethesda heavy thing. Would have been Redfall. Redfall. Is yeah, that I one had of, that one written down too. Because that one had a bunch of hype. So that one gets an honorable mention. Not part of the final though. Mm-hmm. Interesting to see. I personally maybe I would have obviously for my pick put Redfall over Starfield. I was never that hyped for Starfield. Um, even as like a former Skyrim enjoyer, you know, I just I could 
I never had the wool over my eyes there. No, I just put it there because of the response by the developers. Yeah. I I knew I you know whereas Redfall you know tricked me you know I thought it was going to be good yeah. and I was excited for it and was you know really let down by its by its ultimate product even what we have what we see now the people still defending it are you know they're they're uh I, I don't know would you say it's more is it's is it funnier or more sad that the 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 people who are still defending Redfall versus the people still defending Starfield. It's funny for me. Both groups are dwindling, but like, which ones? Which ones? Redfall. Sadder? Redfall sadder for me, because like Starfield at least has some redeemingness to it, if that's your thing. But Redfall's just bad. But Starfield also has a still has some level of a community of people to talk to. It's like the Redfall people defending it. It's like who are you talking to? There's like maybe two other people. <laughs> no, like you're literally what talking. Was the to, last you're talking thing to it was mirror. it was like uh, under 500 yeah. people concurrent or something like that. No, less than that. Like the one of the last things I remember seeing. Oh, maybe it went back up after this. The the 60 fps update but it was like you couldn't fill out a squad or something uh in, in multiplayer yeah. and, and matchmaking you couldn't do matchmaking there were so few people on steam okay well so that's enough time spent to the runner-up um yeah let's get votes jedi survivor oh interesting um I'm going Starfield personally. I I was excited for that game when it was announced, and then it was just it was slowly stripped away the excitement. But just seeing the final product was disappointing to me. I'm going Starfield. I'm clarifying the fact that my vote is not saying that I was hyped for any of these. It was mm-hmm. just that I that's who I'm voting <laughs> Disclaimer. for. Disclaimer. Yeah. The I'm probably gonna go with. You know, Starfield's going to win. I'm not going to, uh, whether I vote for it or not. Um, well, yeah, because I don't want to tie Jedi Survivor. Um, I'm going to go for Spoken because for me, leaning more towards the hype aspect, it was a game I was originally excited for. You know, like Redfall, I, it, it had in its initial showcases had stuff that interested me. I thought the graphics looked cool. I thought the magic looked cool. But then, you know, the more and more they showed of it, the less interested I got. And I can forgive the corny dialogue. You can kind of tune that out. But, like, I played the demo, and it was just like, I don't know, it just felt it felt bland. It felt boring. The magic looked cool, but didn't feel cool. So that was the big letdown for me. But Starfield is the winner, folks. Yay, they actually won an award. <laughs> See, that's what I was going for. I was going for them not to win the award. Congratulations. I was to prevent them from winning anything. Yeah. No, if there's one for them to win, this is it. So congratulations to them. You earned it. Okay, moving along before the music comes to take my wife and children. <laughs> my turn. We are talking. Uh, I see what you did here. You did no lifer for me because <laughs> I'm the person. I didn't originally. Most... I didn't originally. I, it had been swapped, but I had to change it up. And it was like, okay, that fits. That's good. Mwah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I see what the uh, 
the industry is doing here they're uh they're framing me in a bad way don't believe them folks <laughs> <In a bad light. laughs> uh, this is all misinformation uh but we're talking no lifer here and um it's basically the game that you know took the most of your or other people's life this year I do like the focus like on other my pe- life. On, on other people's lives as well. You know that put the biggest strain <laughs> on any interpersonal relationships. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great way to frame it. All right. Uh, I feel like I know what Matt's is going to be. So yeah, I mean that's so I'm going to do... just say it. Uh, sure, because that was my Hello Kitty off. Island adventure. <laughs> <laughs> For real, for real? Yeah. No. Uh, Tears of the Kingdom, obviously. Uh, 170 hours the last time I checked. That was that was probably the... That, that actually ekes out to be my most played game up until this... Up until right now. Rogue Trader, as I'm currently playing, you know, haven't finished yet, so I couldn't keep that in or put that in one of these categories yet. Um, may end up being longer than Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, you know, I did. I did put more hours into Tears of Kingdom than those I are did both in... longer than than. What about Baldur's Gate? Say so that's my choice of Baldur's Gate. Where's um, that? Uh, that was my choice as well. Um, it is. Uh, and this one is a personal one for me. Is um, my playtime for Baldur's Gate was 116 hours for one playthrough. And my time with uh, Tears of the Kingdom was 125. Um, yeah, I saw people uh, when, whatever, is it Sven? Sven, uh, yes. Sven Vink, Made yeah. the statement earlier in the week that it's like, uh, we made a good game. You're going to like, just like pay, pay money for it. It's not going on Game Pass. Hell yeah. And goaded. Uh, it's, it's, it's like in the top charts on all Xbox platforms now uh, like you know the, it varies by market but like yeah it's selling really well on on xbox but so the, it's like again proof you don't need to do that you don't need to don't take the, the, game the reaction money. on uh reddit was fun because there was a lot oh, of people of who were like you know it's like one playthrough is like 120 hours or something like that it's like if you don't think that's worth oh like the, in, term, the, in terms of dollars to donuts like actual actual value absolutely your entertainment value i mean it's always been the argument right that gaming is is your best deal in terms of hours of entertainment say so take it to like movies like you know you're going to spend 15 dollars some up even more you know depending on how many 15 dollars for popcorn your, your community is yeah you're going to spend you know 10 to 20 bucks on a ticket you know plus yeah any if, you, if that's the 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 minimum you pay for an a 50 dollar outing right right and so for like for like an hour and a half two hours man i was gonna say versus... i think ours were like I think for each one it was about 30 ish bucks for me total yeah we, yeah we, yeah, yeah I did. we did it we did a anywhere, double feature yeah anywhere from like 30 to 60 bucks depending on it, where you not, are but you have to you understand know, that there's also the uh, the cultural zeitgeist as they will when yeah. you see a movie and how it lives in your brain forever how i'll always be on that boat running away from godzilla paying um, for the experience right, and the clout raining it back in here before again before jeff pops up in our chat and it's just like get back get back on track um with his shitty suits yeah the uh say baldur's gate you know has 
I think maybe more replayability than Tears of the Kingdom. That's a toss-up, though. Um, that uh, you know, once you've explored Tears of the Kingdom, there aren't as an open world type of thing. You know, there aren't divergent paths. There aren't choices that you're making. That's going to be truly different content. Um, whereas Baldur's Gate, you can do so many different playthroughs that would you know truly consume your life. Um, but yeah, for one playthrough, even though it took me less time, um, it's it it felt more um, engrossing and it and it took over my my mental space more than Tears of the get Kingdom. Out of my head, get out of my head, get out yeah, of my head. Tears of the Kingdom came close, but there were multiple times. I think I remember it was like maybe your third or fourth time playing. Or maybe like your second week, uh, you you texted me at like one thirty or like two o'clock in the morning, and we're like, "It's got me," yeah, or something like that. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, it's it's got. They both had their hooks to me, but yeah, there were multiple times with Baldur's Gate that I was up to like three in the morning. It would be yeah, like, no, you did it with Baldur's Gate too. I I was, just remember the Tears of the Kingdom one because it was more recently. Yeah, but it was like. Yeah. Um, I remember the Baldur's Gate. I went to bed at 2 p.m. I mean, 2 a.m. Sorry, uh, 2 p.m. for another but... entire uh, day yeah. and a half. Yeah, there were multiple, multiple, at least <laughs> multiple times where I was up till 3 p.m. It would be like I looked down. It was 11. It was 11 p.m. at night. I you know go back to a couple more quest lines. Look back down. It's 3 a.m. Like oh fuck. You see, the the most <laughs> important for thing for me when I'm playing video games at night is keeping my watch on. Mm-hmm. So that I can like quick glance down and see the time. Yeah. Because see, if I don't have my watch on, time doesn't exist. Yeah. See, Baldur's Gate <laughs> being a PC game, I've got like the clock right there. So I can always see what time it is if I if I look there. But uh yeah, console game, it can just yeah, blend into nothingness. All right. So any other additions to those to those two? Yeah. I just want to throw out mine my personal one, which for me, my long longest play game was final fantasy 16 this year but um when it comes to this category i kind of think of what is the most demanding of me when i'm playing it and for me it was resident evil 4 that i was you know taking lunch breaks and just banging out a couple missions instead of eating and that was the the only game that really did that to me this year so that's my nom um however i do think my vote would be for baldur's gate 3 i think that's just a an overall engrossing game and that's partially why i have not jumped into it yet <laughs> my vote is also baldur's gate 3 is bg3 is, is it a bg3 sweep i know i'm saying my vote for there matt are you going to be contrarian some might say it's a bg3 so, so, so you cut out a little bit there. It's uh it's so our BG threep. So he's voting for BG three. Okay, good. All right. So that's a universal decision there where it's, it's the winner. It's the. Actually, that here. It's purely based on the fact that there's so many decision trees and stuff that someone like me who has an analytically uh, inclined brain um is very overwhelmed by the concept and so if matt ever plays this game is he going to create a flow chart to you know yes <laughs> you don't I'm understand sure, i'm sure those exist out there but matt's going to make his own he's, i'm trying he's, to convince he's going to use 
he's going to use the proprietary flowchart software from from Nathan Fielder's uh, the the rehearsal. Oh my god! Great, great show. I'm trying to convince work to get me a whiteboard so I could do Charlie Day type shit with okay. pins and I strings. I have a whiteboard. Murder boards. Yeah, I, I have a I have a massive whiteboard right next to my desk. I need one. I own one, but it's like in storage right now. I need to bring it. I need to bring it over. All right. I know where I'm gonna put it. Okay. I'm up. I'm gonna I'm gonna talk to the ladies of gamers out there. Right, do you wake my, up? Take my take my headphones out. It's not for me. <laughs> so, do Do you wake up in the middle of the night because your significant other has thrown a controller into the TV embedded screen? embedded in the wall? <laughs> Has he thrown his, <laughs> his noise canceling headphones off that you make him wear when he plays the console in bed next to you? Will you have your mask on and 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 your your uh your earplugs in? Um, it sounds has very he thrown personal. Them across the room, uh, startling your cat who's <laughs> sleeping on your head to uh, dig his nails into your your temples, um, waking you up at three a.m. Uh, this is the rage quitter category, people. Um, so, what are our uh, our nominations? Is it, does this also encompass the uh, the people who've heard uh, mid seventeenth century slurs spoken for the first time? <laughs> epigenetic memories of unlocked. Uh, yeah. All right. So for me, mine's a controversial one. Believe it or not, this was the hardest category for me. Um, I did not have. I did not have that many angry moments this year. It was like a good moment in gaming. Um, you know, maybe some of those boss fights in like in Lives of P maybe approached that territory. I'm thinking Romeo King of Puppets, the second phase of the fucking swamp monster, and then the not the actual final boss, uh, the Simon Manus arm of awakened arm of God. Those three, you know tested my patience um but in the end in the end they uh you know i i saw it through and 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 i didn't quit and didn't didn't have it like whereas my actual pick i'm like i'm not gonna stop playing the game i've kept it as one that i'm gonna play with my nephew but it's just like a realization and i guess and i totally accept it's a skill issue um I don't like platformers, folks. I don't like them. I don't find them fun. Um, if they frustrate me in such a in such a specific way that like make me feel bad about myself, that's like this is a baby yes. game. This is a baby game. Why can't I do this? Uh, and, I'm talking, and I'm talking about Mario Wonder. Um, <clears throat> I was like, oh, I don't like Mario, the, the mainline Mario games, whether three, you know, th- it was largely coming from the 3D ones. So I'm like, because the last 2D Mario I played was like on my fucking Game Boy Advance SP, which I remember enjoying fine. I don't remember it being that challenging or, you know, maybe it's just because my reflexes were faster. Um, but Mario Wonder, like... Yeah, they, they uh, started turning the fluoride levels in the water up around just 2009. a little bit, yeah. <laughs> And it's just for me, it's just like, uh, I was I was like, uh oh, man, like I've played enough to have my opinions 
for these for this conversation right now basically and it's like yeah I'll, i'm gonna, i'm not gonna never play this again it's a perfect low stakes thing to play with my nephew he knows and recognizes who mario is you know he loved the movie so it's good to like, enforce italian stereotypes to, to your nephew uh, early get, get them while they're young um yeah the uh and this is also something i can give him the controller for you know it's like i don't really fucking care um, yeah, then you turn you, you you give him Nabbit so he can't die. Right. Other than right, falling but, into a pit. Right. You should so, get a you better make sure you have a specific controller for him that you're okay with it getting sticky. Mad cats. He he has his yeah. own, like it's a not it's he has his own Fisher Price controller that he normally uses. Like yeah, that's, that's it's like a it's a learn and play type thing. But I do have an extra, you know, maybe I'll give him the Joy-Cons. I don't really care about the Joy Cons. <laughs> um, yeah, just, just get a specific one that's that uh, that could be sticky. But the but Mario Wonder is it for me? Like it was just like you know what? I don't need to like even though it's everything I've read is like it's ten to twelve hours to go through all stages. You know, I'm just like you know what? I want to play something I'm actually interested in and I'm ex- I'm like excited about. So I put that one on the shelf, and that's like the only game. I think that I started this year that I put down and have not finished. So that was it for me. So who's, I didn't next. I didn't play many uh, games from this year because I'm always behind on on the gaming. So I had to look at the games that were released and see what would just make me angry. And it was Threat Rhythm Final Bar Line. Ooh, an interesting pick. <laughs> it's like theatrhythm, I think, is what it's how it's actually pronounced. It's the Final Fantasy sure. rhythm game. Yeah, uh, that, and, that, uh, and I'm not going to try to spell that in the <laughs> in the Google Doc right now. I'm just going to do FF rhythm game because uh, you know, similar to Ben, uh, I, I you know, th- this is a baby game, so to speak, that you know a, a child could play you know uh following the rhythm but it would just frustrate me and i would be throwing controllers it would bring me back to doing like uh trying to do guitar hero uh free bird on like extra difficulty mm-hmm. as a child and failing fire and flames blindfolded yeah. backwards yeah. yeah yeah left-handed controller <laughs> yeah all right, I'll uh, I'll jump in as a I must say this was this was a challenging category for myself as well as a reformed uh game quitter in general. I did a pretty pretty good job this year of sticking through everything I started and part of that also I think, I think is was my selectivity this year with what I played. So ultimately I did go with something more akin to what's going to make me mad. And for me, that was the Payday 3 release. I've honestly always been intrigued by those games. When it was announced, I was interested enough that I thought I'd check it out. And they released a completely unplayable game to the point where they had to like... Yeah, there were were queues that were like an hour and a half long or something like that. Yeah, the servers were completely borked. Imagine waiting an hour and a half to play a game. No, thanks. I could be playing a game Crazy. during that time. 
Uh, all right. So I feel like this is the hardest category for Matt because, you know, Matt's autism just like, you know, doesn't let him quit something. Yeah, I'm qu- very Quitting similar. isn't allowed. I yeah, I'm very similar. Spoken. Yeah. <laughs> Oof. I'm very similar <laughs> in that regard. It's like when it comes, whether it's like books or Did you just call video me games regard? or movies. <laughs> all right. Uh, so what do you got? What do you, what do you got for us? So on my, on my actual, uh, picture here i'm gonna show it to the camera you're not gonna be able to see shit mm-hmm. uh, i wrote dot 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 here because i didn't have a fucking clue what i was gonna pick for this absolutely oh. nothing so it left room for improvising so i'm thinking here on the fly like what games came out this year that i wanted to do well that didn't and there were two that stood out to me and i will say both of them just because i feel like they both deserve honorary mention here um I feel like Starfield deserves a mention here as well because there are a lot of people who played Starfield going into it, really wanting it to be something it wasn't and fell, f- fell off the game around the eight to 12 hour mark. But that's where it think... gets good. That's where it gets good, man. <laughs> yeah, it's, the classic sure. me- it's the classic meme of the gambler who quits right before they hit the jackpot. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to go one step further. And I'm going to pick my Rage Quitter actual pick. That's just one I wanted to shout out there because mm-hmm. I feel like it deser- deserves the mention. My actual pick is Gollum. Mm-hmm. Because that was a game <laughs> that throughout its announcements and whatnot, always in the back of my head, I was like, it would be cool if they could do it right. I similarly and... agreed with that one because I thought I actually yeah. thought, you know, stealth game, Gollum, that fits. Uh, and it, it definitely didn't get done right. Uh, and to add insult to injury, my real reason for picking this is because everyone got laid off there. So it was a super rage quit because the studio quit too. <laughs> they did the, did the, de- I mean, it's a category we're going to get to. Did the developers get laid off or I thought they were the, the ones whole, that the whole, like, the whole studio shut down. I know it shut down, but it was more that it's like, they, they, like they, chose. They, they closed their, they chose to close their production arm and focus entirely on, publishing so i don't remember looking at did the actual devs get, yeah did they think, get did devs get let go or did they just get like you know reabsorbed somewhere else like i'm pretty sure were, some of the dev team got let go probably uh i wouldn't be surprised at that yeah, but yeah. um all right what, i know uh, my vote now this is <laughs> you're the only one who actually played any of this yeah <laughs> all right so yeah votes 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 <laughs> Golem. Yeah, I I love the Golem nom for you. Actually, that's that's my vote. You kidding me? You're not willing to pay the extra money for some of his classic phrases, <laughs> or or native or the Elven. Elven language? Yeah, you're not yeah. willing to pay for that. Yeah, that the this that one just I think wins alone on the the whole execution just makes me angry. Um, because it, it's it's kind of similar to the its category here or like how this category is ending up as kind of like the cyberpunk one but it's like i don't think the promise or the the hype for this one was ever high enough for it to count in there but like i had hopes that yeah this could be done well this was seemed to be done by people who were passionate about lord of the rings and had respect mm-hmm. for the material but then the fucking shit that we got was just like you know that's just clearly was not true at all i mean surfboard golem scooting around 
Uh, it was super four. cool. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So is it a golem sweep again? Yeah. Yeah. All I right. couldn't come up with a good yeah, pun like, for that one. I think I think that's also just a great win there because there were so many times where I saw people literally have to quit the game because of a bug, like actually forcing you to quit. <laughs> it knew what it knew what was best for you. It's like, no, you should stop playing this game right now. <laughs> All right. The, the bugs were developers like behind the scenes trying to like stop you. Yeah. That's based. <laughs> Okay, ne- moving on to our next category. This is a another returning category, but with a slightly different name. Uh, I am here presenting. I have got my my fingers touching together. It, this is this is <laughs> uwu uwu for you, the horniest game of the year. We had this only like like biggest waifu or something like that. Which you know, believe me, if we had done biggest yeah. waifu, I still I still would have known who I would have picked. And it would still would have fallen under the same game because Carlac is my biggest waifu of the year. She is large. Please step on my throat. Um, but I'm just going to give oh, my nom- I'm going to give my nomination out out the front. Horniest game of the year. I don't know that you can debate. It's anything other than Baldur's Gate three free patch. This is that is the specific note of pre patch. It's still a very horny game, but pre patch. Literally, you would come come back to camp, and everybody was asking asking for that dick. Everybody <laughs> wanted it. Everybody was everybody was down. You know, it was you had to be like literally fending them off with a pitchfork. Um, you know, except for maybe a star and who would say who would laugh at you if uh, you know make me feel bad if you know you asked like imagine it was like he's got some line like that you know it's like uh, with imagine you he basically down. he basically goes. Ugh! He basically does the puking noise. Uh, but yeah, for me, it's Baldur's Gate 3 pre-patch, horniest game of the year, no competition. Who's next? Who's, uh, got, who, who's I, coming for I the have to, uh, I have to agree with Ben that, you know, my nom and vote is BG3 here. You can you can have relations with the bear. That like, Can I also add, that's, that's if, the top. if you successfully romance the evil companion... You have to do some minor genocide to do that. Um, the the consummation scene, you start 69ing and you see nice. everything. Nice. <laughs> but all in all, you see everything. I will say yeah. incredible. I will give um I did want to give Tears of the Kingdom just a shout out for Daddy Ganondorf. Mm. Zaddydorf. And the general horniness of every character for Link. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit toned down in this game compared to Breath of the Wild, in my opinion. Oh, it's, it's, I, th- I would say it's majorly toned down. Like, n- not nearly, like, Paya, in, in, for, uh, for example, isn't, uh, isn't horny for Link no more. She's got a new daddy. Oh, but Pura, you know, makes up for yeah. that by calling you Linky every time. Is every time, yeah, every me, time me when she, she calls you, uh, me Linky. Yeah, it's just like, <laughs> oh boy. It brings me back to engineering school when we were talking about four bar linkages. All right, so you're putting you're putting Tears of the Kingdom as your pick. Are you asking? Me uh, no. Or oh, no, no, that's thought... just, that's just. No, BG3 oh. is my pick, but I just he, want to shout BG3. out. He's BG3. Zaddydorf, yeah, that's right. Sorry. Uh, right. I picked Final Fantasy 16. 
just because of Clive's ultra snatched waist, then my man is literally wearing his father's corset through the majority of the game. <laughs> that was that was my other. A good one. I thought I thought there's the romance one, was there's palpable. only one sex scene though, and it's like yeah, but there's it's, yes. it's fate, it's tons fate of to romance, black, and it's fade to black. And I mean, there's also him in the uh, the illusion yeah, with Benedicta. True. Oh, that's true. All right. Oh, actually, no. There is there is another sex scene with Benedicta and um, what's his face, uh, Titan, Barnabas. No, uh, Barnabas uh, is 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 Owen. Kupka, Kupka. Yeah, that's right. Uh, all right. Uh, and I mean, Sid is just sex on screen, even oh, if he's course. just sitting there. A shame he wasn't nominated for any of the like. I, I, at most, he could he could have been, or was he nominated for for the for the. Reporting. Was he nominated for um, no. Golden Joystick though for Best Supporting? Oh, that's, yes. where it, yes. that's where it would have come he in. Did, so yes, I, that they did. Okay, okay. So at least he got that. That uh, I'm not surprised he didn't win. But like again, it was Neil Newbon's year. Um, all right, uh, Mike. Sorry to interrupt. Pinkman Four. <laughs> Are you specifically calling it Pinkman? Yeah. You know it's Pikmin Four. <laughs> oh yeah, because my brain is is mush so it likes an, R- an rts for children is your horniest I'm... game of the year yeah yeah apparently it's pretty horny really <laughs> i mean you you breed pikmin i think but like uh, yeah okay that's why they are submissive and breedable okay well that means i'm gonna have to do some i'm gonna have to do some personal research after the <laughs> the end of you say if you episode. if you were gonna pick a game sort of in that category i mean i could see like fire emblem i don't know how horny fire emblem was this um, year um i mean you do get to marry somebody um you know there's booba galore you know toothpaste chan <laughs> toothpaste chan yep uh you know there's 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 mega booba for sure uh but uh well you know say one of the villains for engage is you know she is like like a wooga a wooga uh yeah mm-hmm. hit myself in the head with a hammer you know Definitely. one of the villains is the type of character that when they come on screen you're like you know what you're right i agree with you uh Just yeah stay on screen but my vote still goes to Baldur's Gate don't think don't think you know again anybody coming for the yeah. king you best not miss it's a sweep for me please any disputes any disputes going once going twice i want to just to be contrarian because it's in my nature but mm-hmm. we know this it's just hard to deny you can't deny how horny Baldur's gate is you really no. can't no i i can't it's like it's it, like, also it, one of the it the overwhelming things for me is because having to map category. out all the relationships. But you, dude, you can be poly. <laughs> you can be poly in this game, which again further conf- would confuse, you know, say Matt's flowchart because it's all the possibilities of who who is you know willing to you know be in a thru- be in a thruple with with this person and who's not. And yeah, I tried being in a thruple with. Uh, I think Gail and uh, Carlac, but Gail's like, no, nah. um, you know, I'm a monogamist, you know, basically says, call me old fashioned, but it is what it is. Um, I ended up hating Gail by the end. He he makes a really fucking shitty decision at the end. Um, but yeah, that's, that's, 
completely different. Not 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 relevant to the discussion here. But uh, yeah, Baldur's Gate three all day. Can you can you attain the mythical quadruple? I don't think so. I think thruple is the only is is the only poly relationship you can do. It, the game would break if you tried to if you tried to do that. Do more than <laughs> Again, almost everybody is super horny for your character, but like there are certain ones where yeah, there might just be not enough of those combinations available. Um, okay. Moving along. Keep Moving on, on trucking. Keep on trucking. This is a this is a fun one in my opinion. The we got time to level up your game in three simple steps. Doctors hate this man. What is <laughs> your most forest RPG mechanic in a game? And I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this right out there because this actually truly did kind of annoy me. And it's the Spider-Man two basic traversal shit that you have to unlock i that was so annoying and silly in my mind it's the third game in the series just let us have some of those beginning things off like, did you have to like did you have to like i think you had the point launch but you had to you had to spend to upgrade it which is just stupid yeah there so, I, I i am firmly in that in the opinion that any ability that you unlocked in a previous game if they're if they're bringing it back in should remain unlocked the only things that you would need to unlock should be new stuff so my yep, choice agree. is very similar because i i agree with that one i hadn't thought of that but i was thinking of and it's not just specific to spider-man 2 but the pointless uh fucking little like puzzles that you have to do sometimes that are just like shit they aren't like a you know a a cool puzzle that advances any storyline or like uh you know it makes you think in any way it's just like line up the charges so that they they go to the other side to unlock this token i think that's pointless so is there a specific example that you're giving for that that's a that's a good gentleman are you saying that the, the spider-man spider-man yeah, yeah. Well, I had like the Spider-Man two, like, Spider-Man two puzzles, puzzles. Yeah, but I think in general, I've like got, any yeah, game I've got, that I've got one specifically from Spider-Man that I did not like <laughs> the the one of the Brooklyn Academy puzzles where you help the mm. the the guy asking his date for prom. You know, it was. It was just, the puzzles were. It was so stupid. It was. It's. It's. You know, beyond fluff. You know, of. You know, just padding out some some game time there. Uh, absolutely. I. That's. I think that's. A, that's a pretty good one. And there are quite a few of those that. Uh, that exist. Matt, Matt, do you have one, or should I go next? Um, uh, mine. So mine is more broad sense. It's basically the entirety of the RPG mechanic system uh, baked into Starfield. Because it like I doesn't exist. It's like doesn't exist. There's like, there's like no fucking. What is there is, is too much. They should have just made it this the space exploration sim that it was supposed to be, and not tried to make it into a. Uh, any say, any form of actual you can RPG. Say even the dialogue stuff, you know. Uh, you know, they it gives you an illusion of choice. 
but it's not actually uh so it's it's it is a mechanic being put in there for the sake of a mechanic without actually doing it's anything. a mechanic that's put in there because they've always put that mechanic in there and if they don't put it in there you wouldn't know it's a bethesda game uh all right so mine mine falls under similar category of it's and it's gonna it's forced it's put in there just to be there and it doesn't actually do anything and it would be final fantasy 16's gear system mm, that is a good one I basically just treated it like transmog. Absolutely pointless. It's just like a a new looking weapon for every chapter. Yeah, the weapon is maybe the best part, but like the things of like the the other gear that you that you incorporate, it doesn't even do that. Doesn't even do transmog. Doesn't even change. You don't see any of it. It's just like it puts you up like your your armor score goes from from thirty to thirty two. You know, it's it's incredibly pointless. You know, you might as well just. You should just like again not have it and just have like scaling armor or something like that, you know, that just like you you level up and you've got more armor. You know, the fact like that you have to like go and either uh you know buy it or have it built from the from the blacksmith. Um granted it didn't take that much time and it didn't it didn't bother me that much because I, well, you had plenty of resources, it didn't take that much time. But I never just, found myself no intentionally impact. farming anything for it. No, never, never. Like I always seem to have exactly what I needed when the new stuff unlocked in the uh So just give shop. it to me. So just give it to me. You know, just like just let it happen in the background. You know, it's like if you don't have to make it intentional, you know, if you don't actually have to work for it and you know, and you know, think about it, then what's the point? What's the point? It's not it's there to it's it is truly just there to be there and that's it um but with me getting as heated about that one as i am i'm going to give my vote to the spider-man 2 traversal because that shit is fucking bullshit i i i hate that practice of nerfing your character in a sequel just to just to have a skill tree that that uh you know that exists that is as as beefed out as possible Exactly. Got- that, I'm I'm gonna vote for that as well. Same. Yeah, it looks like that's gonna win, but Matt, what's what's your I'm vote? not giving it the sweep. Mm-hmm. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. And I'm giving it to the star the Starfield dialogue choices. Yep, that's a good one. I don't think that is yep. uh and it's again mostly just built around the idea that like I was someone coming into this generation that wanted to give Xbox like a chance mm-hmm. give and, them their, to it with the idea that I was going to have an Xbox and a PS5 uh, because I do have some Xbox physical games uh, that could be backwards compatible and fun to use. But um, Starfield was one of those things I was looking at as a potential like a pull like, oh, maybe, you know, if it's good enough. I'll look for a holiday sale for the uh, the Series X, you know, and yeah. th- throw it on the, the the desk. But I will say that in general, in terms of exclusives on both sides this year, there has not been near like Sony has not put out enough, you know, exclusives. But to the point where, yeah, I don't, I, I still don't think Xbox is is giving me any reason to want to buy into their ecosystem because the the rare things that i do want to play i could play on pc and uh you know i'm fortunate enough to be able to do that but like 
even that like any anything that's basically third party that's not an xbox exclusive you know you, you choose your one your, your one console you're fine um there's there's been no reason to yet yeah, to really actually immerse yourself in a full yeah, and i mean my, my biggest thing is that if i'm buying everything primarily for ps5 as my primary form of play uh it's because i want to use my dual sense edge and while I do have the Xbox Elite 2, and I could use that with my uh, with a Series X, uh, it doesn't have nearly the the feel and the integration that the Edge does. It's like a, a fun little thing in Yakuza Zero. Um, the the Dual Sense is that when you change fighting styles, the uh, the lights on the controller change. Mm. And yeah, so when you're doing because uh, each, each one and, has its own color, yeah. Yep. Yeah. When you're doing Dragon of Dojima style, it pulses uh like a pink to blue glow. Cool. Uh all right, Matt, you've got our next category here. I do indeed. I was uh I was holding off because you know you gotta stretch it out and bloat things when we're mm-hmm. talking about Ubisoft open worlds. <laughs> uh <laughs> what we're doing here is we're talking about the most bloated open world, the one with the most formulaic outcomes, the one that is uh, there for you to check off lists, the one that is there for you to um, embed most of your uh, well-being and mental wellness into to, to get the outcome you desire. And I've got one that I don't think any of you would put down. I feel like it would be forgotten. And it is an actual Ubisoft game, Avatar: Frontiers of Pandora. My two nope. options were both were, were were both Ubisoft games. No, mine, mine is Assassin's Creed Mirage. It's actually the the one Ubisoft game I played this year, and you don't have to engage with it, but when you open up the map, it's like, oh my god, oh my god, get me out of here! It's just it's so immersion breaking. It's just like to. I like the addition of these things in that game. Like you click, you, know, you go, you click, and it's all about these like points of interest, but it's the only purpose is to like, you know, educate you. You learn some history about it and it's pretty cool. But like, just again, it just makes the map look so fucking oppressive. But yeah. I, I, I was like, I felt a little bad picking an Ubisoft game for our category, Ubisoft cartographers, <laughs> but uh, you know, uh, nobody does it like the like the you know like the originators right you know i mean i did have a, a slash starfield here again i had a lot of slash starfields but there are yeah. no maps there are no actual maps in starfield no it's just a bloated map like a bloated game like too big of a map yeah but there is no actual map there that's not a feature that they thought you would want is to have a map mm-hmm. of any city like, oh, no, we'll add that a year later. Maybe someone will mod it in. Yeah, someone will mod it in, then we'll uh, we'll buy them into our studio mm-hmm. and turn the mod into a base feature uh, in a paid update. All right. Who else, who else got another one? Any other, any, any non-Ubisoft games to add to it? Because, again, I don't think... I, I do have the Spider-Man. I have Spider-Man, too. It is an it is an just, Ubisoft open world. But my gripe with that would more be that it's just in no way even close to accurate by any stretch of the mean, yeah, of the word. 
That is 100% lore accurate, New York. Mm -hmm. I don't know what you're talking about. The Brooklyn Bridge always has a door to nowhere. It exists. It's there. You just, got, you just haven't looked hard enough. You haven't lived there long enough. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Uh, all right, votes. Voting time. Avatar. Yeah. I want to actually pull up the map. That's one I haven't looked at. Avatar Frontier. This is a a tough one. My vote purely falls on the fact that uh, I feel like the scope of Avatar is bigger than AC Mirage. Oh, yeah, undoubtedly. You know, their their UI is at least a little cleaner. It's now not all these fucking, you know, different symbols and shit. Instead, it's just dots. It's just colored dots. I I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna split I'm probably gonna split the vote here and go AC Mirage because I do know Avatar lets you turn off some of those map things at least, which uh I'll give it a, a little bit of a bump for. So yeah, I, I'm. I don't want to give. Kings, yeah, I don't want to give it to Avatar because, even though yeah, the scope is bigger, it does not look as nearly. Uh, like if you had a picture side by side, of the two, I'd have to say that uh, you know AC Mirage looks worse in terms of its map. It looks, you know, the classic sense of when you like pull open. Oh, you know what would have been a, a good a good addition here. And maybe we can throw this in as well. Is uh, Horizon Forbidden West burning shores? Uh, I think the I think that they are some of the worst defenders of of cluttered maps, um, in that type of style. Um, but I can't nominate two games, so that's that's a that's a that's an honorable mention. Um, Fuck! I gotta, I gotta give it to this. It is gonna be a split vote here, two-two. Avatar and Assassin's Creed. Do we have a tie-breaking uh, mechanic? We didn't have. I don't think we had one in place for that. No. Nope. The winner is Spider-Man Two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, that I'm works for me. That's the end of this category. So. No, I'm fine with that because I also think the map is pretty silly. Uh, there. <clears throat> All right, Spider-Man. that right there, folks, is a true show of why democracy doesn't matter. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Speaking <laughs> of uh, overcoming the uh, the elites and our overlords is the dictatorship of the proletariat. Uh, our best boss fight category. So. I have my choice. I'm I'm gonna put it out there. And it's my demons. Meaning my own <laughs> demons have been the best boss fight of the, the year. A pers- personal boss fight. <laughs> been a personal boss fight in the game of Mike. The inner um, turmoil. Yeah. The the game in the game yeah. of life. Yeah. Hey, you ended Mike's it with win, traumas. I yeah, I've overcome it. A bit, you know, more than last year. We yeah, get we get progressively it better. Ended with you know, a win. It it's you know when when you battles, take your day, it's not the boss war. And you look at the year before, <laughs> and you're like, hey, last year I ended my day with an hour and a half of crying every night. <laughs> now 
I got that down to an hour and 15 minutes. <laughs> a tight hour and 15. <laughs> yeah. I get it. I get it over with and I go to bed. <laughs> Just a quick 75 minutes. <laughs> um, I, My vote might be, my nomination might be a little controversial, but I'm going with Ultima. I had the some Nissan trouble. Ultima? It was a challenge more oh. so than, what was that? it was uh the most challenging fight in the game for me and i just i really enjoyed the theatrics of it all he was more challenging he was more challenging for you than than odin who's more challenging for you than than odin odin was harder for me so i scraped by i scraped by with like like two health I had Ultima written down, but I have it written down with a caveat of two different interpretations of this. Because Ultima is probably the best, like, cinematic fight I had this year. Of, like, the tension of the character and the the boss. The the Bahamut fight is pretty fucking cinematic. No, it absolutely is. You're fighting in space! I'm talking about the the culmination of emotional storytelling. Mm Mm-hmm. And you know the 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 callouts with the the Titans, you know, as he's, oh, uh, you know, he's calling him by name, as Ultima is calling him by power to show, you know, a level of respect for the the being beyond just their utility, yeah, stuff like that. But my pick is pre-nerf Balteus. Oh yeah, and that's because I think pre-nerf Balteus is the perfect encom- uh like per- perfectly encompasses what. Uh, overcoming overwhelm- uh, overwhelming difficulty is because when you go into that fight and those what, missiles are locked onto you and tracking that crazy oh my, oh my god terrifying crazy fucking figure eight patterns to get back to you um, doing triple takes I spent three hours on that fight on pre- <laughs> am I the only one who fu- who played pre nerf Balteus no I beat yeah. him as well. Because so. oh you because you got it right before right yeah, right I was before the, I was coming over to your house and I was doing it and I was basically like late because I didn't want to stop. Right, that's right. Yeah, you got it right right before the patch. That's right. Um, yeah, because I got pre-nerf Balteus and then I got to see Spider post-nerf. Hmm. Right. Um, yeah, Balteus is up there for me. Um, very, felt very satisfying. It wasn't one that like I felt super frustrated with. As like, it was one of the few like tough boss fights where I wasn't like super frustrated after you know two hours and fifty minutes. You know, and, and then Raven, I got my. It's an autonomous PCA unit, Balteus. Codename. Be Balteus. careful. Uh, yeah, it, that one was really good. That one was really good. But in terms of this one's, you know, mine's going to be meaningless to you guys because no one else has played Baldur's Gate yet. <laughs> but mechanically. Probably my favorite boss this year was um, Forge Guardian Grim from Baldur's Gate. He's this big construct that you find in the in the um, in the Underdark when you get to like the like the it's like the Duergar. Uh, the the deep dwarves have. Um, Excuse me. What this... did you call me? <laughs> you are you are a deep dwarf. Um, the uh but it's like mechanically really fucking cool 
Um, I don't, you guys may have actually seen parts of it. It was the very memed uh, boss fight of the guy turning into a, uh, you know, wild shaping into an owl bear and jumping off the ledge and fucking giving him the the atomic elbow and, oh, and yeah. doing doing like a thousand damage from from jumping from the high ropes onto onto Grim the the Forge Guardian because um, it's one of the coolest areas, particularly in Act One. Um, but mechanically it's really cool. So it's like you're you're making your way to this forge. You've been like seeing all these like you've been picking up these lore bits on like, you know, this this crazy thing that can like build the best arms and armament that you can find. Hilariously though, it's like, yeah, the best armor and, and armaments you'll get until probably late act two. And then yeah, everything else is better from that point on. But uh you like you're picking up these molds to be able to make the equipment and like you're going there with the intention of making this shit and you have the the thing has been long uh non-functioning so you've got to like fix the thing up and when you do fucking like lava starts spilling out so you got to make sure that your party is on these like specific platforms and then grim the forge guardian comes down and there's this mechanic involved uh, where he is, you have to make him vulnerable first. If you don't engage with the mechanics properly, um, he's invulnerable. You you can, you can't do damage to him. Um, but then there's this other bit that again, it's, it's using the environment. It's how it used the environment tactically um, and mechanically. That was so cool. You've got to, you've got to turn the, you know, get the lava flowing to superheat him, to make him vulnerable uh you can do this um you don't have to you have to do that bit but you don't have to do this like the forge is this big fucking thing and there's a big central pillar that's a basically a big fucking hammer that like that's how you that's how you forge and make the item but if you like if you kite him you know draw his aggro and put what, what word did you say kite, kite. <laughs> if you kite him into into that <laughs> pathway you can drop the hammer on him and do a shit ton of damage or you can turn into a fucking owl bear and and jump from 60 feet above and do a shit ton of damage that way so it just was one of the most satisfying and mechanically cool fights that i've played this year but i still love you know balteus and pretty much all the all the um all the major armored core bosses i like debated putting uh the rabbit brotherhood the first rabbit brotherhood fight from lives of P because it was frustrating, but it was like one of the most, most satisfying ones that I had when I beat all those fuckers. Uh, finally, <laughs> like after like dying, like 20 times on stream, like continued playing off stream and beat it like an hour later, it just felt really satisfying. Um, but yeah, for me, it's, it's, it's uh forge guardian grim. Um, Totally expecting him not to win, but had to shout it out. What's uh what's everybody voting? What's where are the votes at? My demons. It's a personal battle for you. Even if it doesn't win the category, it's still you can still yep. take home take home a trophy. No one can take that <laughs> from you. Exactly. I'm I'm gonna go with uh I'm gonna give it Balteus. Matt, you doing that as well? 
sticking with your guns. I'm so tempted to go Mike's personal demons. <laughs> Mike's personal demons gets my vote. Nice. Yes. Thank All right. you. And I, I vote this specifically on the the cusp of working on our personal demons is all we can hope for. Exactly. I uh I'm gonna split the vote again. I'm gonna give it to Balteus. Sorry, Mike. It's okay. <laughs> that means winner is so Ultima. Ultima wins. <laughs> all right. It goes to the Nissan Ultima. <laughs> Which was a very I mean I mean, you could just say Final Fantasy wins this category because it had like the coolest it, boss yeah. fights. It was yeah, like yes. bo- it was boss fight the video game, you know. Yeah, and, and it was overthrowing actual like oppressive government bodies, and yeah, it was cool. Yeah, I, I mean, I wanted to also. I was kind of surprised that somebody put Ultima over. Say, yeah, Bahamut was going to be my thought that somebody was going to throw that one out. I mean, so Bahamut cool. had me soy facing for an entire they, five minute they fight. Do, they do the fusion dance. Yeah. <clears throat> they do the fusion dance. We get a fucking Giga Flare. We get an Omega Flare. We get a fucking Zeta Flare. Zeta Flare. Yeah. Zeta Flare, baby. Canonically, the only two characters in Square Enix history to use a Zeta Flare are Donald Duck and uh, Bahamut uh, Unleashed, or whatever the, <laughs> the full term was for. Dude. I lo- I love that bit of lore that that <laughs> that Donald fucking duck is the only he kills him to too yeah. fucking yeah, spoilers he, for Kingdom Hearts three if you yeah he hate sacrifices yourself. oh I I I recently purchased or no did I purchase no I think I claimed them on PS Plus you've got uh Kingdom Hearts one point five two point five and yeah. uh in three so I I may try to play those at some <laughs> point in the future. Um, Kingdom Hearts you know. One is goaded, but it's got some really bad age on, on it from the PS2 those, era. Yeah, but those are sli- those those versions have been slightly updated at least. Yes. Um, okay, so we now are moving into our final. We've got like one real final. Uh, it's like our one the final seri- final category. Yeah, we've got our our kind of our serious question non non bit category at the at the very end. But this is our our last four categories are in like a a subsection of their own. Those were like the previous ones were all like our game focus ones. These are all our industry categories. Uh, and I'm going to start with our first one, which I have lovingly called, are you forklift certified? Uh, we're ta- this has been a, a banner year for games as a service cancellations. So which one failed their certification tests and uh, you know, does, you know, has been, has been booted to the curb i've got a couple choices here so i have a nomination on a caveat and the caveat is it's not canceled but delayed okay and the delay became because of the backlash to the announcement of it being a live service game Mm -hmm. and that would be suicide squad kill the justice league that was one we, of my we still don't know for sure if it is like it's like every every indication is there that yeah it's a live service game or it's like it's a non live service game that still has a battle pass like you know like they're like oh no we're gonna walk full it price back, game but... that has a battle pass on top of it yeah exactly it's like so it's gonna be the worst of both worlds um but i do think that's that one is fitting all right that's a that's a good one I have a somewhat maybe controversial 
choice here uh, because not only did they fail their certification, they couldn't even get the application in. And that's uh, uh, Sony's Last of Us live service that they just announced being canceled Ooh, before you got off the ground. Topical. They're naughty dogs. We, we love to see it. I mean, I they're... On my their reasoning was so good was i mean like i i actually really liked to see what you know in their statement they're like basically like if we were to go through with this we would have to become a live service studio and that's not what we do here and it's basically if you read between the lines it's sony tried to make us do this and we're you know this is not for us you know in a way in a way i thought i I thought that was a good good announcement I'm happy for the Bungie acquisition because, you know, we can maybe say thank you for, for them basically saying, oh yeah, this isn't very good. This isn't, this isn't reaching its, its quotas. The monetization isn't there. You know, they're saying it's bad for all the wrong reasons, but the result is still good. Yes. (laughs) So my pick was a game that was not released this year and canceled or you know announced and canceled. No, it could have just been canceled this year. That okay. that that so that fits the category. I have Marvel's Avengers. That that was on my list too. Yep. I'm the I think I'm the only regard in this group that has uh that owns that game. I I owned it and returned it. I played under the two hours and returned I, I it. I bought it on Steam uh the week before the the online portion of the game went off for like two bucks or whatever it was like said, didn't you, didn't you get, i thought like you got it in like a, a penny bucket from gamestop or something i thought that no, was it wasn't a penny bucket from yeah, gamestop i was looking i was hoping my local gamestop would be able to give me a physical copy of uh, babylon's <laughs> fall oh okay i was i was Safer. looking for babylon's fall physical copies for free but they're like no those are already gone those like, are already Damn. in the dumpster you missed it <laughs> yeah but no, okay. uh, I I got that on Steam for like three sixty four or something like that. Okay, uh, mine is for a a series in a franchise that just has no Vampire fucking i doesn't have any idea what the fuck it's doing, and it's Vampire the Masquerade Blood <laughs> Hunt. It has been such a confusing <laughs> and baffling year for Vampire the Masquerade. We still have no real updates on when uh, Bloodlines 2 is coming out. Um, the Vampire the Masquerade Swan Song game was like released to very poor reception. But Vampire the Masquerade Blood Hunt um, was, again, a game that like when I, when I first saw just basic stuff for it, I'm like, okay, this looks cool. And then it's like, nope, it's just a Fortnite skin, basically. Um, this might as well just be a vampire island in Fortnite. You know the moving is the, the movement is exactly the same. I remember like we like looked at this on stream one one day and we we're just like they like took assets from like the Epic Store. You know, mm-hmm. it's like is what this looked like. Uh and you know the, the Unreal Engine store and just uh you know put a skin on it. And you know, one that I'm I'm glad to see go by the wayside. Uh just like I hope hopefully is a wake up call to the you know the owners of this friend of you know this ip to be like a little bit more discerning and you know how they're they're licensing it and how they're moving forward 
that being said, I still am. I'm not. I'm not particularly uh, optimistic about Bloodlines too, but uh, yeah, I don't know. All right, votes. Voting time. Suicide Squad. You see, my heart wants to say Suicide Squad because the idea of King Shark being a guy who shoots guns a is just gun. like... No, it's Captain Boomerang for me is the worst. The man has already has a ranged weapon. It's in his name. <laughs> Might it was as well like call him Captain Wombat. It's like it's like uh, Deadshot should be the only one who's using guns, you know. Maybe Harley, Harley Quinn. Like, I feel like Harley maybe should like use like a bazooka that just has yeah. like has like the the uh, the box the boxing glove fist that comes yeah. out of it. You know, it should be something like that, or like the well, my vote the, is for the, the clown lapel that squirts acid or something like that. You know, but my soul wants to vote for Last of Us Online. And that's just because I like when things get canceled before they come out so that we don't waste any more money trying to make them. They've already spent so much time on that, though. They've been working on this since Last yeah. of Us 2. And guess what? Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's okay to say to not put out the thing that you put a lot of time into because it's yeah, not right. good enough. Right. It's definitely it's okay. the better. It's definitely the better option. Yeah, I'm, I'm going with one the bad game can Last tarnish us, your entire reputation so much. Uh, all right, I'm gonna give it to I'm gonna give it to uh, Last of Us. It's you know it's topical. It makes it's it makes me feel good to know that that Naughty Dog is moving in the right direction. Folks, I want to give them an award good. for making the right choice. Yeah, it's like for doing what they're yeah. good at. You know, they're good at single player cinematic experiences. Let them make another game. Bring like back that. Jack and Daxter, please. Hmm? Oh my God! I would love for a new a new uh, addition. Like, do a reboot. Do like the like Insomniac. Do the precursor legacy, but again. Yeah, you know I'm fine with that. But yeah, that would be awesome. Uh, all right. Again, as expected, we're going we're we're yeah, going to be running. going long. We're going to be going real long. So right. we've got we've got a few more categories to get through. So let's do it. Jeff sent my door with a baseball bat. <laughs> Next, we got. The, uh, the the places that really, you know, need to just take the L. We got our RIP bozos in the chat. What <laughs> studio <laughs> do we think? <laughs> the loser. <laughs> <laughs> doing, doing the Fortnite. No, the, for, the Fortnite dance. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which studio do we think most deserves to be shut down for their crimes against the gaming community as as i was like coming up with this, this category i was like it, it it made me feel bad thinking about it in this way but like one you gotta laugh at it sometimes um but also it was the realization that there were at least like four choices of studios that were just like yeah you guys deserve to what's still always unfortunate is that it's going to hit the workers the hardest it's uh, you know the the actual executives who made these terrible decisions and the poor the mismanagement and all that they're going to be fine. They have all failed upwards, you know. Uh, that's well, that's their the percentile reality. severance pay is just so much better. You don't yeah. understand, yeah. but it's still it's it. like 
it's at least sir, sends a message of again it's like stop making these fucking games like jesus fucking christ uh so you, you gotta see a little bit of a you know silver lining to a sh- what's been a shitty year so i got a, a semi-topical pick i've got three i've got the day before studio i don't even remember yeah. their fucking yes. name because they've got a new name it, now yeah they have <laughs> They, 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 they just wouldn't, changed face. Fantastic. Um, I feel like that one. Like the that whole weekend debacle was just like such good reading for me. Such a good. I do feel like they're gonna, with you. They're gonna take it there because that one was truly a scam. Yeah, the others so were that's why tr- they, they deserved it because they it's wanted like, to. Yeah, so like, they were at least trying to make games. Uh, you know, where this was a scam from top to bottom. Uh, but yeah, any other, any other, any other nominations out there? I do have three. If anybody needs one, well, I was just gonna say, uh, all of the studios, <laughs> so they all deserve to be shut down because all the big name ones, because they're all just exploiting workers, mm-hmm. and the workers should own their own studios and create the content they want. That's my nomination. An actual physical studio, Andrew. Do you've got no, do you have any anyone to add? Um, ultimately, I, yeah, I want to add Embracer Group just because, like, like they're they just they're not even so, a studio. <laughs> they're so like mismanaged. A, they're like a multinational conglomerate. I'm surprised they don't have like uh yeah they're, they're like the Wayland Corp of the fucking Alien yeah. franchise. <laughs> All right, so. I've I've got three here that I'll share, and you guys can tell me if you want to add one, two, or all three to the list. So we've already mentioned Embracer can go on there. I was just I was just ranting about how much I hate. Well, them. so one of mine is an Embracer studio. Um, but uh, first off, we've already mentioned we've already mentioned you know the travesty that was Gollum. So Datalik Entertainment or Studio, whatever Datalik something. <laughs> so um, I wrote them down, and then I deleted it out of like. <laughs> the like small piece of empathy that still exists in my heart for people who try to do something different and fail and not trying to kick them while they're down for it. Okay. So these other two then are what I feel better about. So the first one is uh, luminous productions, uh, the forespoken people. And I don't feel so bad for them because they just got absorbed. Their shit got closed down, but they just got absorbed they, by the, Square. The studio got shut down, but they just got re- repurposed into other Square studios. Yeah, so, like, I don't feel bad, like, you know, again, poking fun at them because, you know, nothing nothing really bad happened. There. Also, if you're going to make a game like that, you got to be able to, like, give and take a little bit of ribbing because the character, like, that's built in. But the one that's closest to my heart, though, um, is probably uh, Volition which is the actual embracer subsidiary the <laughs> and basically they get what they fucking deserve for uh their comments about um and all the shit that we've learned about what happened with the decision making process to reboot Saints Row learning that they uh you know that they that the a lot of people a lot of the creative team wanted to to just um you know re to include you know the original saints cast the the characters that we all you know knew and loved but they're like nope it needs to be a full reboot we got we have to make they, it they thunder gun maximum and, cooled it yeah mm-hmm. 
and uh but also that they had like severe disdain for the fan base uh they pulled you know a very disney type thing that like if you don't like if you don't like this you're you know sexist rape uh uh you're you're sexist you're racist uh that's whatever. my favorite argument i love it it's it, it it's becomes it's you know I, I love to actually you know um dilute you know accusations uh accusations of actual you know racism and sexism and anti-semitism by telling people who don't like, like captain uh the marvels that uh it's because <laughs> they they're bigoted towards brie larson yeah all right so so which of those gets added to the list you guys tell me i'll let you i'll let you guys pick for me I like volition. And like this is largely pro- my vote. This is largely pro forma though, because I do think it should go to fantastic or whatever. Because <laughs> again, because fuck them. Like, they enforced it. Yeah. Yeah. On name alone, um, they got my vote. I just think I think the obvious like rug pull scam. That was so obvious. Uh, is funny to me. Like from from afar, looking in, like all the all whatever it was, like ninety thousand people, uh, who who bought the game or something like that on Steam, or who were like in early access. Yeah, this was the most like this is the most wish listed game on Steam for a long fucking time. It was wild, absolutely wild. I've got the next category and this one is also um, uh, on the nose because I am all about the workplace efficiency and that's what this category is named. Workplace efficiency Uh, quotient, yeah. Yes, well quotient just makes it better because (laughs) that's a math term. You you now have my attention, sir. (laughs) Uh, If you would step into my parlor for some white cake, we uh, we could discuss this further. Uh, the most significant staff layoffs. A lot of layoffs this year. A lot of layoffs. So hard and, to pick. Yeah. I I went broad with this one because I felt like it was fair enough to say that Embracer Group had the most significant layoffs for me because so many of their subsidiaries within uh, were part of it. And it's kind of one of those things writing was on the wall after seeing them you know, buy so many studios so quickly that they were inevitably going to start, you know, collapsing them and uh, reshuffling and, you know, consolidating, as one would say. Just, like, no no thought process of what's going to happen when it costs, like, five times more to borrow money than it does right now. If only we had that. That'll sweet, never happen. If only we had that sweet, sweet Saudi cash. <laughs> Is an Embracer Saudi? Yeah. No, they're, no, they're, oh, no, they're Swedish. They're Swedish. But they were. I thought they had. I thought they had Saudi shit, funding. No, that was they the do. whole reason. That's the, no, that was the reason why all this shit fell through. Oh, is that they were okay. expecting a. That's what billion, I meant. They were expecting a two billion dollar cash infusion from a Saudi deal that fell through, and it's largely because okay. of people think it's because of Saints Row. People think it's because Saints Row did so poorly. They're like, uh, I think we'll put our <laughs> money. So we'll, we'll give our money to Ten Cent instead. <clears throat> All right, so Embracer is definitely significant. For me, I, I went with 
significant, not necessarily as volume, but as what it's saying about yeah. the industry. And for me, That's that was Bungie. That's um, a good one. I thought that them axing a decent amount of their staff what was it, 15%? on their own volition, not because Sony needed them to. Yeah, I think it was. I, I love that. Like, was, immediate was a pretty hit. telling. Andrew, did you read into yeah. that story some more to learn why they why they did that? And it's like it's about like board control. That like That's, it was about board control. I yeah, thought I had read it was primarily financial. There's we'll say there's a yeah, stipulation. There's, I, I no, had it, read it, that it's, it was it's all tied together. It's all tied together. Yeah. It's that it's that there's independence from there was Sony. a stipulation in the buyout that the board would remain independent if they met certain financial goals. And if they didn't, Sony was able to to do a takeover and and install right. their own board. Yeah. And basically they're like, yeah, okay, we, we're not meeting these goals. We're gonna ask everybody, you know, we are they're literally doing the workplace efficiency quotient. Uh, you know, we've done this math that, you know, if we ax this number of jobs, this number of benefits, uh, these, you know, long standing, you we, know, we, employees we stay who, this we stay this made our identity. Profitable we will we will just be able to hit this target and and retain our our independence um so yeah that is like it was it like so in a way sony's fault but kind of but no it's it was part of the it's part of the deal you know no. it's part of the deal that it's it's bungie's it's it's mismanagement on bungie you, you put you put that stipulation in the Absolutely. deal because you have the foresight to think about a live service studio might not always make this much money and might right. need uh, saving itself, which yeah. Bungie starts to look uh, and I more think and more like they need to be One of the things that was themselves. so wild. Yeah. Like the, what was it? One of the Is things that Daybreak, was surprising. Dawnbreak, was... whatever the new expansion they just, they, uh, they showed off. Lowest, uh, like highest amount of dislikes on a YouTube video for them. Yeah, no, the Final Dawn, is that what it's called or something like that? Yeah, I don't know. But it is, that's the last Destiny 2 expansion. Um, the other thing that was really one. wild in that, yeah, exactly. In that cutting, they they cut their like acclaimed historical composer, which people who like just... who like made the identity of Bungie, like who who did the fucking Halo soundtracks, you yeah. know, who did the Halo scores, you know, iconic shit here. Yeah, oh, you saw that. Mine combine it's like you know it's a similar tangent to they did that at Bioware too. They got rid yep. of like the main like well, there's writers. no one at Bioware left. Yeah, so the people at Bioware who who made all the Theseus, the, the majority of uh, you know like their major uh, successes gone. Um, but that is actually not my pick. Mine is the subsidiary. Mine was the the keywords QA team. And it did it for the similar reason that you did, Andrew, about what it says about the industry and you know, what it says about, um, you know, labor rights in this country, even though technically that's in Canada, um, but just like the labor movement in North America, um, that this group of QA workers, like the first, uh, you know, uh, the first uh, unionized uh, studio in, in uh, Canada gets fucking axed right in the middle of contract negotiations you know clearly this is you know retaliation and you know they were able to skirt that because although i think labor complaints have been filed and that's probably ongoing but like 
um, it's just like really shitty to see that like you can have these huge successes with successfully forming a union, dealing with all the the tensions and the the implicit threats that go along with that type of organizing uh to then just get fucking you know you know here's the door sorry uh you're all contract workers so we can get away with this um and so that's 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 for me and it's was one of the 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 previous category was trying to find the silver lining this is the meat of the the you know what's been the, the sinister underbelly of this year in the industry and this was a, a good exemplar of that for me. Mike, do you have, do you have one for us? I don't have anything to add to those. Uh, all right, so vote voting. Um, I'm voting for uh, the QA testers, just because I do think that's an even better statement on, on the broader labor issues happening in the industry and, and broader economic environment but that's, that's definitely my vote yeah i'm gonna vote keywords too i just i think it's uh you know it's a small studio it's yeah embracer takes the cake in terms of volume as you said and it is you can't you can't downplay the significance of that a lot of people have lost their jobs throughout you know embracers i thought i was uh taking crazy pills because there was like a two-week stretch or like every other day I woke up and it was a different Embracer studio was laying yeah. people off. And I was doing the like, wait, I thought Embracer had already laid everyone yeah, off. Yeah, I thought they did that already. What the fuck? They literally did some yesterday. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my vote, uh, I performatively give it to Bungie. Uh, uh, just because I think... They need a, they need a vote. You know, the Bungie yeah. is, in, is in a sorry state. Yeah. Because like right now, Bungie Bungie has Marathon on the horizon. That like extraction shooter oh, thing. Fuck me, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So Mike, did you say you're giving it to Bungie? Does that does that yeah. means Embracer Group is going to win? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Uh, all right. I mean, final. no one actually wins this category. No, yeah. they're all you're all losers yeah. in our in our in our mind. We're all losers. And jokes aside, you know, we are all you know worse off because of this. Mm-hmm. Even for games like you know Destiny that I don't fucking care about, you know, it's still bad. Yep. Uh, all right. right. Final real category of the of the of the night, and then we get to our our end game. So. Before we get to any um, any of the, the nominations, we have the category. It is called Monopoly the Game, and I have a little statement to read to go along with my uh, <laughs> You forgot to use the exclamation points. Monopoly the Game. Monopoly <laughs> the Game, which really should just be called Life. You know, Life the Game. Instead of life, which is also game. a board game, <laughs> also a board game. <laughs> Nintendo's swooping in, buying all the big name game studios and console creators to create the video game super conglomerate to rival all the uh, American oil oligarchs in money and you know capital funds. It is installs installs its mustachioed men in political positions across the globe. They run Luigi as a Green Party candidate in America and self-fund the campaign. He wins. 
He promises Americans all a 4K Switch 2 on launch, which is Inauguration Day. The only way to unlock it, though, is to purchase the live stream of the inauguration on that Switch device. And then after you've watched the full inauguration and had your brain absorbed into Nintendo, which is America is now called Nintendo, uh, you know, you, you could use your Switch. There is now government-mandated PlayStation Xbox trade-ins at your local GameStop. It starts on January 22nd, 2025. GameStop, to the moon, because they get a fee, <laughs> a $3 transaction fee for each <laughs> console that they take in, funded by Nintendo. Vice President, have you or someone Mario. you know been affected by a uh, lack of ADHD medication in your area? <laughs> no, I did this on the train on the way home last night. Um, it doesn't help. Vice President Mario you, narrowly executes now. Mickey Mouse yeah. live on the Switch tip. He's got my. He's got my vote. This is the final assault on America. Its last hero dead. Nintendo reigns. Nintendo installs Princess Peach as the head of the UN. Its army grows under her leadership <laughs> and Nintendo's military These donations. Bosses. The UN's new standing army becomes the international extrajudicial forces of Nintendo. Kamek, Nintendo's head of research and development, while working on repairs to the <laughs> Disney World uh, lab that was destroyed in the great Distendo Wars, he discovers Walt, yes, he was still alive, plans for the actual Death Star. Five years later, it's built. Nintendo has left Earth. It's now it's just his, its base of operations, and they wander the galaxies in search of worlds to colonize under its new awesome reign. Nintendo is my vote. <laughs> just going, going on a purchasing spree? I love yeah, it. It's going it's, it's gonna to become our new overlords. They're the only ones that could do it. So I just found out that Mike has been going to the fan fiction sites, <laughs> up, uh, writing uh, tips. I was right. just vibing on some uh, some meds on the train ride home and a couple diet cokes. Mike, Mike thought he was doing this internally on the train, but he was like yelling at random passengers. <laughs> Luigi I... will be president. Peach <laughs> is the president of the UN. America. Yeah, but the so secret is, can see the I future. do that so no one sits next to me. Yeah, that's the five head move. Yeah, galaxy uh, brain. All right, so mine. I've got one that like started off as a bit, but is even more topical now because of because of news that has emerged within this last week my most anticipated industry consolidation is uh, a google hostile takeover of epic so that epic stops suing them nice <laughs> what is the Here news we... i missed it okay epic won I mean, the, loss, won if the they latest lawsuit because then it would be like every other google project and it'd be shut down in two years <laughs> <laughs> But it's purely, it's not because of profit, because we know the Epic, nobody likes the Epic Game Store. Uh, you know, Unreal Engine is Ooh, the only thing that's soft there. we're games for Christmas. Come but, on. But, but no, it's it's purely so that they stop suing them. Mark, that's, their litigation that's... costs are less than just buying it. <laughs> or more, the litigation costs are more than yeah, yeah more, more. It, yeah, mean? that's what I meant. That's what I meant. Yeah, just, yeah. just, just stop. Right, so... Just stop suing us. 
So mine is probably not realistic, but I also thought this would be funny in a sinister way. And that is Sony and Take-Two combined <laughs> to take on uh, what is now Microsoft Activision. But I there's not, not been really talk of that. If you want to go with things that seem somewhat realistic, Disney EA would be my other uh, potential consolidation. See, this is a tough one for me. Because the one that always stands out to me is the the always present idea of the Sony Square Enix merger that's been floated around for a little bit because of Sony's uh, because of Sony's you know relationship with them, and the only reason I continuously give that pause is because Square has a great relationship with Nintendo as well, and I don't know if they'd be willing to drop that relationship because like. Dragon Quest is a Nintendo property. Like, would they be? Um, it's, like, it'd be weird. Square Square is just too focused, and would be too focused on Japan, and N- Nintendo runs Japan. You know, yeah. Dragon Quest is like the one of the highest selling games in Japan ever. Like uh, what was the, the? Here's a fun one for you. Dragon Quest, uh, the Dark Prince. Dragon Quest Monsters, the Dark Prince. Uh, sold out everywhere in japan physically and they were having like trouble like maintaining like the digital store integrity because of how many people were down there's an, the digital there's an unwritten law in japan that they're not allowed to release a dragon quest game uh on a weekday on a yeah. weekday because it just it it like almost, <laughs> it almost like crashed the markets because everybody d- just, didn't go just... to work it's down their economy <laughs> yeah because nobody went to work the last time they did that it's insane so yeah, like I think that's a I think that is a a reasonable assumption is that like Square uh they prize their other relationships even though Sony is kind of their primary partner. Was that still your pick even with that caveat? No, it isn't. All right. Then what do you got? My pick is a much darker turn. Oh no. Oh no. And my pick is Microsoft X Take Two? Oh wow, it's going to be a battle because they're they're never satisfied. the The eternal money machine that is Microsoft can never be uh, uh qu- can never have its hunger quelled, uh, and always has more dollary dues to spend on uh, buying up another notable third party uh, studio. And making them exclusive. It's just the question is, do they have, I mean, if anybody has the money to take, take two, it's Microsoft. Yeah. I don't know that Sony has the money to do it. Theoretically they do, but it would tap them pretty much. Yeah. Which, so I don't think that, I I don't think I would have to be a, it would have to be some sort of merger for it to be Sony. You know, maybe if they just have a man on the inside uh, slowly buying up properties around them until he's raised up enough money to be able to buy out the rest of them. Uh, maybe he, uh, you know, runs a small real estate agency. Goes by does president. Any, does anybody touch the radioactivity that is Embracer Group? Does anybody see them as like a wounded animal, you know, ready to strike? You know? I mean, Tencent's always sitting there like, ooh, yeah. ready for... Uh, ready for consolidation yeah the, yeah that that would make sense to me i mean they're on the same level basically yeah. so and they definitely have the money to do it 
Um, all right, votes. As as much as I want to vote for my own of the Google hostile takeover of Epic, um, in terms of most likely, it's got to go to Microsoft again. They've got the means. They've got the 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 drive. You know, it's it's about drive. And they've already power. been given the green light to say they can buy more shit. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't like take. I mean, take two. I think would be the only. Uh, is it's the it's the only. Uh, um. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's the only. Uh, it's the only thing potentially bigger than Activision. You know, say yeah. Call of Duty as a franchise and the mobile shit that brings in. You know. The billions of dollars that that uh, Grand Theft Auto represents um, is potentially the only other thing. There, there is always is the dark escalation horse in that there is one dark horse candidate in that situation of Apple. Like Apple could swoop in there if they ever wanted to get truly serious. It is going to. I mean, uh, I, I do think that's that's likely. It's going to be one of these other companies too. It's going to be Google. It's going to be Disney. It's going to be Apple. Yeah, um, moving into the space because I, I was just so. thinking Apple. Apple's one of the few companies who would have the actual like tangible revenue to be able to just slap down cash on a table and be like, "Here, you can." Uh, really, your mind. I think Disney is another one that. Yeah, is but Disney's enter looking at EA with the fucking anime eyes, and that's just yeah. weird because like they want to. How do you look at EA's catalog over the last decade? And oh, and they like, basically already own. For me? They, ba- they basically already own them anyway, so that yeah. one's that one's not a big deal. I'm still going of the ones we've nominated because now we're getting into oh, but what are these other ones? You know, yeah, we should have done a better job, if, better, better job making our nominations if that's the case. So with what we have down here, I'm going Microsoft. Who's with me? Yeah, I'm yeah, Microsoft. All right, Microsoft sweeps it. Uh, okay, first award, <laughs> folks. It has been we've gone quite a long time. Yeah. This has been Please, very. Gotta, this, yeah, I'm, I'm fucking this, starving. This has been very. Yeah, this has been very fun. Um, our final, final thing that we will leave you with is like going to be our personal game of the years. We're not going to vote on this one. We're just going to everybody. We're just going to offer what was the favorite game that you played this year? And this can be old game, new game. What was the 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 best gaming experience you had in 2023? Ending it on a positive note. This, this selection was the hardest thing I've done in my entire life. <laughs> I graduated engineering school, uh, top of my class. God, and God's, this, God's God's bravest soldier. Th- this this surpasses any calc three, any calc two, any differential equations. Um, I was sitting here looking at a, a four a four game bracket of Yakuza Zero, Tears of the Kingdom, Final Fantasy sixteen, and Armored Core six, feeling a truly like scorned lover. You know, sitting there like trying to like truly analyze which one made me the happiest this year. Mm-hmm. You know, which game made me feel the most joy. You know, Marie Kondo style. Yeah. Uh, does this bring me joy? And the first game I picked up was Tears of the Kingdom, and it's one where it's obvious for me to say that this game is a sequel. So I'm, I I can't um, I go into it knowing I'm going to love it and enjoy it and treat it that way. So I take it off my list. Because it doesn't need the nomination. It's already got a spot in my heart that way. Mm-hmm. Okay. I then walk over to Armored Core 6. 
and I pick uh, it up. Da, na, 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 na. <laughs> yeah, we're going. We're going. Was like Mike's gonna piss himself? Um, I pick up Armored Core Six and I look at it and I go, "Does it bring me joy?" Yes, of course it does. It's Max blowing shit up all oh, the time, yeah. and I'm all here for it. Guys will look at this. Look, look at a ten-story tall mech and say, "Hell yeah!" Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> but I put it to the side and said, it's not fair for me to continuously give from software game of the year every time they release a game. Because uh, <laughs> that it, get, it gets old. And then I'm looking at Final Fantasy 16 and Yakuza 0. Two games that make me feel two different ways and two different vi- variations. One that made me watch porn. And, and collect porn star uh, calling <laughs> cards. Yes. And one that made me feel uh, the true first uh, tier in a video game in a long time. Uh, so for me, my pick, after, you know, pulling this out, dragging out this bit as long as I could, I'm giving it to Final Fantasy 16. I think it deserved my call for it. Yakuza 0 came really close, but I'm not finished with it, so I can't give it to it. A bit of a bummer to me that you didn't pick Yakuza Zero because I wanted to put that in my as one of my main options, but uh... I'm gonna jump in then because and make you happy because I picked Yakuza Zero because yeah. of like the you know I obviously never finished games um but and didn't finish that one completely. The, my other option was possibly Elden Ring, but I was like no, I had a lot more fun with Yakuza because I didn't want to throw the controller because of Melania. <laughs> <laughs> good i'm glad to see it get get there at some point because that was probably like again going from matt's perspective of like what like game brought me the most joy this year yeah is probably sure. that one like in you know it brought some of the most emotion out of me but the game that like truly just kind of defines my year i don't think it's gonna be a surprise to anybody and it's not original and none of that but it's just Baldur's gate 3 was just met and surpassed any expectation i possibly could have had um it was it was such a good time not a single hour felt like it wasn't so i wasn't finding something new or finding something that didn't make me laugh didn't make was you know didn't surprise me that they were able to do that or maybe you know point at the screen like leo uh you know it was just a triumph from start to finish People who said that Act 3 was bad can fucking eat my farts. I think you're an idiot. I thought Act 3 was fine, and it also ran fine for me. I don't know. People are like, Act 3 was broken. You know, fuck your time. I think about. everyone who disagrees with me is a pig dog. Yeah, yeah. Hmm? Um, I I thought it was incredible. Uh, you know, I, I thought I thought I could not, you know, give it enough laurels i i love that game and every minute i spent in it so for me i it came down to two games one was final fantasy 16 so matt i'm glad you threw that one out there because that is unfortunately my final my runner-up so i ultimately am gonna go with resident evil 4 um because not only was it the game that demanded my attention most i just kept wanting to go back and play any free time i had but it's also 
been a kind of holy grail game for myself when it came out originally I wasn't going to get it because it was a mature game my parents weren't buying it I played it at a friend's house was like this is awesome never had the chance I don't like playing old games I'm a picky little bitch when it comes to that I will admit so to fully get a remake in just all of its glory it was beautiful it was fun to play the story is enjoyable it's just all around hits the high points of what I enjoy about gaming. Um, and it also had that nostalgia hit. So for me, it's, it's Resident Evil. Right. Fairly, fairly solid lineup there. All games that I think are deserving. And yeah. If you, if you sat down and could only play four games a year and your four games were Yakuza zero, Baldur's Gate three, Final Fantasy 16 and Resident Evil four, I feel like you'd be a pretty happy person. Mm-hmm. yeah i agree all right so i won't we won't keep you any longer folks we love you very much we wish you a happy holiday happy new year we will be back sometime in january with our we'll do it we'll be start you know starting the process all over but hopefully with some some new content to bring you no promises yet on timelines but we are it's actually going to be the exact same episodes as this year uh-huh. <laughs> replayed <laughs> yeah, we're we are looking forward to the future in the new year and we thank you for joining us in this tumultuous year in gaming. We'll say we'll leave it at that. Um uh, to all those exposing who, himself to yeah, us. Yeah, to all those who made these games for uh, for all of our enjoyment, we say thank you. Shout out to my reformed rabbi Bill Clinton. Yeah. Uh, bye bye. All right. All right, we will see you in the next one. Bye bye.